And on the phone is Alderwoman Michelle Harris. Michelle represents the 8th Ward. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing great. So were you expecting the mayor to announce who was going to be leading the 11th Ward, or did you expect it to drag on a little longer? No, you know, by law, the mayor has to fill that vacancy in 60 days. So you think she's going to take take all 60, or do you think it'll be just a week or so? I, I think she'll take the time she needs to uh, make sure that she can. She has uh, it's her first appointment, so I think she'll take her time on. Twenty seven people are up for that position, correct? Twenty seven people apply, and so we sent over a list of names for her to interview. And um, there seems to be a lot of interest in getting a person of Asian descent to represent that district because it is changing and it's always been kind of an Irish stronghold in the city of Chicago. Do you think they're going to lean that way? Um, There were a number of qualified Asian candidates uh, that applied. So she will have she the list we sent over gives her some options. Okay, so. On to our next topic about the ward remap (laughs) and that (laughs) battle that's going on. That is something that is getting hot and heated. Do you think that there is a chance that the people of Chicago will get an opportunity to vote on this through a referendum? Let me say that I'm always hopeful that the the 15 Latinos led by Gil Villegas will uh, come together, come to their senses, and not cost the taxpayers millions of dollars to go to referendum. So I'm hopeful because there there's also I mean, just the price of the lawyers and everybody else involved, the map consultants, the the price is already building, correct? The price is building the uh, currently all come all in. We're all in about close to seven or eight hundred thousand on legal bills um, with three hundred and forty some thousand coming from the Latino caucus. I think the black caucus attorney was like one hundred and seventy thousand. And so you can see it building uh, right now. And so last time we did this, 30 years ago, the red referendum cost us $20 million. Um, and no matter what you say, whoever whoever loses is going to sue. Uh, Alderwoman, I, I understand what you're saying about the Hispanic caucus coming along, but I suspect they would say the same thing about the Black caucus. I mean, why isn't it, why isn't it possible for you to agree with them? So here's... I had a process that that I set up for all 50 aldermen. Day one, Gil Villegas had uh, his attorney in Evergreen Park that set up a freestanding office, and they created their own process from day one without giving the city process a chance and then blame it on me and say it's my fault. I, I, I totally disagree. I see. I had a process that I thought was fair. By that fact, you see that 33 aldermen are working with us on this uh, map today. And so it was all of us working together and collaborating together. And it's a majority of the city council, white, black, and Latinos. I think that uh, Evergreen Park guy you're talking about is Bert Odelson, correct? Yes, it yeah. is. He was on the show yesterday and talked about the fact that they were going to introduce a new map today that um, had um, Choose Chicago or Choose Illinois, and I, I'm lose, blanking on the name of the organization, but the do-gooder organization with Madeline Dubeck uh, was going to sign on to that. Have you seen that new map today? I haven't seen that new map, and it's no wonder they want to file a new map because our map is actually better for Latinos than their own map, uh, but I have not seen their new map. 
This is Alderwoman Michelle Harris. She represents the 8th Ward here in Chicago. Here's another piece of what Bert Olson said yesterday. We okay. haven't been dealing in backdoor uh, politics, like quite frankly, that uh, I've been involved in, in in years gone by. Having this is my fourth map, so you know where a few of the aldermen will get together behind the scenes and settle this thing. That really has that has not gone on here uh, uh, to any extent. We've tried to me- make it very transparent and put everything out there. Is it transparent? Is everything on the table? It's very transparent. And what you see is a bunch of men that play chase the ball with me. Every time they came in a room and draw a line, then they said, I give them, I get up there to the line and then they say, oh no, we want you to drop 20 more feet. And then I give to that line. Oh, it was a never ending cycle of playing of nothing but games. And so I'm, I'm so disappointed that they want to misrepresent their actions and their behavior. Again, 33 people came in that space. It, they refused to come in a space from day one. And it's kind of nothing as a alderman that I could do about their refusal to come in and start their own process in Evergreen Park. Okay, Chairwoman. So your map would provide for 14 Latino wards, as I understand it. Uh, they want 15. Does the population sort of support the idea of an extra ward for Hispanics in this city? Okay, so let's use the Asians. So the Asians are 6% of the population or higher, and so that would dictate that they should get more than what they're getting. But it's about where where people are located, where they live in the city of Chicago, and Latinos live all over the entire city. So while they have gangs, um, they, they're not all in the concentrated in the same areas like the black community is on the west and the south side. The black community made concessions. They gave up one ward and combine 21 and 34 together and the pop the excess population in the fifth and the third ward and the fourth ward were combined and spread across the greater chicago south side to get all black communities into their right deviations uh michelle this is kind of typical of some of the text messages we're getting from 630 are you kidding me hispanic people should agree to lesser representation than they deserve because it's expensive to have a referendum I think there are a lot of people that feel that way, that, yeah, it's going to be expensive, but they want their voice heard and they want representation. And they don't, everybody's going to get exactly what they can get that's fair. Had we all sat at the table, we all would have gotten, if we had all sat at the table and come into the room, we would have gotten to 14, which is fair representation, because I cannot, they created 15 wars at their own demise. They diluted their own Latino communities to get to 15. So their their voter uh, their voter population is diluted to get them to 15. So we could create 16 Latino wards, and they never would be able to elect a person that looks like them. Because at the end end of the day, it's about citizen age voting population. Well, but if it's and a so, if it's a quote unquote Latino ward, that means the numbers are in there for them to elect a Latino alderman or alderwoman, is it not? No, that is not true. You can you could pack a Latino ward um, unless their their citizen age voting age population hits a certain number. Whoever the majority of the other voting populations, white or black, can then take control because black voters have higher citizen age population. White voters have higher citizen age voting population. So if your citizen age population is below 30 or 40 percent in your community, you can't elect anybody that looks like you. 
And where do you think this ends? I mean, what is he? What do you think it's going to get worked out, or you think it's going to referendum? Um, I like I said, I'm hopeful, but if not, we're prepared to. Uh, the 33 of us are prepared to go to referendum. Thank you for joining us on Chicago's Afternoon News. Thank you. Thank you for having me.